0: Welcome to Small Business September. We're talking to leaders at businesses, nonprofits, and service organizations throughout the month to share advice, tips, and tactics that can help SMBs across the region grow and thrive. I'm Vanessa Roberts, and today I'm joined by Tara Palacios. She's the director of BizLaunch, a division of Arlington Economic Development.
1: Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me today.
0: I'm so glad you can be here to talk to us.
1: I really want to talk to you because
0: I have a feeling you're super passionate about this.
1: Yes, just a little bit.
0: <laughs> You've been doing it with AED for twenty years,
1: right? Yes, yes. It's now over twenty years. It's awesome. Mm. So Thank you.
0: let's talk about the challenges that BizLaunch helps solve for local small businesses and startups,
1: and maybe alternately,
0: the opportunities
1: that it provides. Oh yes. Yeah. So we have a program that I founded about twenty years ago, of course, called BizLaunch. And the thought was there were so many resources for medium and large size companies, but what about smaller businesses that are like really wanting to make sure that they start right? They may be a subject matter in a particular area, but they don't know what to do about starting a business. And that's kind of where BizLaunch was born. And it really is about the power of information and letting the business owners know what is available to them that could help their business grow and thrive. Um, No matter what the economic situation may be, there are always opportunities, there's always different resources available. And what we really find that works really, really well is informing the business owners, hey, these grants are available to you. This information is here. This is the education that you need. You may want to get a certification in X and Y to be competitive. So it really is um, a local municipality wanting to support its local small businesses so that they can thrive, survive, succeed, grow, and build sustainability.
0: Well, let's talk about the last couple of years. I mean, we've been, we're still trying to navigate yes. our way out of the pandemic. Yes. Um, and now there's some economic turmoil as well from what's going on in the geopolitical stage. It's affecting everybody, even at the local level. Yes. But how has this affected local SMBs and and how are you guys really trying to support them maybe through it, but also now looking forward?
1: Yes. I think it's interesting because the pandemic, I don't think, was on anybody's play card. Like, bingo <laughs> card, we did not know that this was going to happen. And so what we did as a municipality and what we were concerned about for our small businesses was because of the pandemic there were new rules, new policies, new regulations. Businesses had to shift to well, Yes. You can start businesses had to
0: shift.
1: Yes. Businesses had to shift into something different, into a new normal. And we were worried about the businesses that were used to having a storefront and people coming to the storefront, but with the stay-at-home orders. The whole way people buy products and services shifted. And so we started talking right away. Um, I believe March 13th was the DC metro areas when we stayed at home. And then by that Monday, we had come up with new programming webinars, education. How do you market yourself in this new environment? Uh, what grants are available? How do you get a PPP or an idle loan? Some of these federal opportunities that were out there. And so all of our programming, all of the educational things, we started looking at how we deliver services differently and being able to make it more simplistic. So as a local government, usually it takes us a long time to change policies. And I think around the region, including Arlington, we shifted quickly because we knew that the businesses needed the resources in order to be able to play in the new normal. And so we quickly stood up a grant to get um, capital because that's what we were hearing from the businesses that they needed. Um, We also created marketing and promotional programs. So we're actually on TikTok as a local government. Um, We use Instagram, we use Facebook to promote our businesses. And so what we try to do is help the business uh, to have their own marketing um, arm so that they can Continue doing what they're doing, but then in a local way, hey Arlington community, there's this new business here. You need to check it out and support. You know, shop local, think Arlington.
0: There's a little resiliency that we learned from the COVID experience, which was that even very regulated and environments that have very, a bunch of policies and rules, yes. like traditional government organizations do. Yes. Can shift and pivot on a dime when it really matters, we and have collaborate to. and come together. Yes. And how have you seen that happen too in Arlington, especially around like business? Oh my challenges. gosh!
1: Um, we reached out to DC government. We reached out to Fairfax, to Prince William, to Loudon. We want and to Maryland and Prince George's as well as in Montgomery County, because this was something unprecedented that on a local level we'd never experienced, much less on a federal level. And so, what were some of the best practices that our other municipalities were doing that we could incorporate? Lessons learned, you know, um, DC was one of the first communities to stand up a grant. They were talking to me in the middle of the grant to help us to ensure that we set something up where we could um, be able to assist as many of our local businesses as possible. Um, I think that has is not going to change. We we've created a group called Elevate where we around the region come together, folks that are helping small businesses to talk about, and we continue to talk about best practices, best resources, what works in one community, how can you adapt it to yours. And so that's something that I think lifts up our entire community when we're all working together to kind of solve problems.
0: And how did you kind of address the challenge of the communications gap that might have been there, and how do you see that Oh, wow. Staying or changing going yes. forward, I
1: think. We had, had to scared. get extremely creative, I have to say. Um, and we were out putting up yard signs about our grants, about different marketing promotions and programs that we were having. And believe it or not, people were getting in their cars, they were seeing the yard signs, and calling and reaching out. And because it was such a direct outreach and we were thinking outside of the box, taking out those governmental hats and saying, okay, we're all at home, but how are people going to see us? And also working with faith-based community and different nonprofits just to try to spread this information out because one of the things that we hear in local government a lot is, oh, I wish I had known about that program. And so for us to be able to think about marketing and doing things to get this information out to the folks most in need. Um, We also did things in multiple languages, Amharic, Spanish, English, we had information in Korean as well, just because we wanted to make sure that we were hitting as many communities as possible. And if the programs and the activities made sense, then people would hear about it and say, yes, I want to participate.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the different ways and the size and types of businesses that you work with. Because Arlington's small business community is very varied. I mean, you just alluded to that in what you were discussing. But what are some specific efforts and programs that you've created? Maybe some anecdotal stories that capture the business culture there.
1: And it's interesting that you asked me that, too, because 97% of all of Arlington businesses are small. They're micro, they employ 50, 100 or less employees. And so because it is such a variety, one of the programs that we created and that we're still running through some of our American CARES Act and Rescue Act funding is a program called Relaunch. And that program meets the business where they're at at this given moment in time. And it will help them through um, very targeted technical assistance And we've also partnered up with our friends at Amazon Web Services to help businesses design either a website or an e-commerce tool so that they are able to compete in this new normal. Whereas we would have businesses that say, well, I have this brick and mortar, I have this storefront, you know, I'm doing great, people are coming. Well, now everybody's online, people are buying online, they'll even check to see if you have a presence online or anecdotals. So we realized that early on, and we came up with this program to be able to help um, the businesses. And it's not only, hey, we're going to come in and build a website. No, we're going to meet with you first and find out what your pain points are. Not everyone's a graphic artist, or they don't understand how to do video content. So what we do is we work with them to help them figure out colors and marketing and branding, and then get them in. So it's a real... um, very come as you are. Don't you know? feel that you need to be an expert in this. We'll bring the experts to you and we'll help you through the process. And it's been great. We've had about 200 very diverse entrepreneurs go through the program and they have gone viral. They've had influencers come and visit them because now they're discoverable. And so that's been a lot of fun, being able to work with businesses, help them to pivot, and then be able to compete in this new environment.
0: Let's follow up on that a little bit, because one of the challenges is it's not a static thing, right? You get that website set up, you no. set up those social media channels, you start having communications, but that's an ongoing, always evolving kind of need Never for ends. the business. How do you guys help a, you know businesses kind of figure out how to manage that? Because if it's a micro-business. Yes. That could be 50, you might be able to have somebody that's their you know, assignment at work. Five, that's a much bigger challenge, right?
1: Yes, and that's the other, the, the beauty of all this is that we don't go away. And we'll work with businesses through thick or thin, and we provide them with a marketing and branding guidance book and a technical book that's written at their level about how to make updates, how to make changes, but then they know they can come back and reach out to us. Because the worry is, you know, maybe you're a novice in this space, but the technology and what's what's a trend today may not be a trend tomorrow. And understanding the social media, and I used to joke when I first founded Bizlaunch 20 years ago that we don't go away. Well, we really, literally, I'm still here. <laughs> My team is still here, and we will. We will be. Um, I feel, or what I want to convey is that I want small businesses to realize that we are there. Um, we are there for them. And we will catch them if they ever fall or if they have a question or a need so that it's not like, okay, you go through this program and then, okay, bye. (laughs) No, we are still (laughs) here and we will help you through the process because even for ourselves, the way we were using social media prior to the pandemic has shifted and how you use search engine optimization and how you get your content out there is so different. we want to make sure that we're there for the long term.
0: Right. If people are new or they're just starting a business in or around Arlington, they might hear the name Biz Launch to your point and think like, oh, these people are, you know, like incubator type help. They're going to get me going, help me market, yes. figure all that out. But you're actually trying to offer more of a like end-to-end life cycle growth experience.
1: From the beginning, if we can get in from the idea phase and let people know what policies, what things that... They need to be concerned about in their industry. Then, as they grow, and as they either sell the business or they franchise the business, and so we've had many businesses go through the life cycle. Um, an example of one that I adore is Pupatella, which started off as a cart and in Boston, and we would go, and it was amazing, and we talked to them and talked to them about different needs that they had. You know how they could get the funding to expand to get their first restaurant and now they're growing so exponentially um they're franchising but they're also they have their product in the supermarket stores and so you know from throughout that time and and we also build relationships with people um one of the things i do say too is that it's not just for arlington companies some of the programs are based on funding but if somebody has taken the time out to reach out to us, if they're in our neighboring jurisdictions, we're going to help them. We don't want to turn people away and say, oh, well, that's not us. You, you know, you, Here you are coming with your dream and you're calling somebody and they're like, oh, no, we're not the people. No, we will have a conversation, work with you, and then make a warm introduction to our neighbors around the region if it makes sense.
0: I have a couple of thoughts I want to follow up on, but one I was just... Interested in how the businesses network together yes. through you, and kind of the advent, you know, the advantages of that that come from working with Bizlaunch, but also just having now a network yes. of, you know, very like peers who are oftentimes facing the same challenges.
1: The biggest challenge that I've seen for small businesses is that it's very isolating. You know, you're running your business twenty four seven and you get caught up in that and your network starts to diminish because you're so concentrated. What we do, we do networking events throughout the year. We try to bring people together. We have a very creative program called Brunch and Business where we eat together. We it get 100, 200 people come together, we eat together, and then we talk about some really hot topics. Um, recently we celebrated the joy of black entrepreneurship and it there was not a dry eye in the house. Um, But we'll talk about topics like um, doing business overseas, you know, with all the changes and the, um, you know, just the the challenges with doing anything now um, and how that industry is working. And we'll bring subject matter experts to talk about it. Um, I love doing things over food because it's community, it's talking, it makes things very comfortable for people. And we also want to make sure that people that come to our programs feel welcomed They're not just going to come and sit on the side of the wall and look at everybody talk. No, we're going (laughs) to grab you (laughs) and get you engaged and get you involved because that is also some of the challenges that small businesses have is feeling included, feeling welcomed, thinking that their question is maybe something that other people are experiencing. And so we build an atmosphere of invitation and warmth No matter where you come from or if you've been in business, if it's an idea phase on to being in business 30, 40 years, doesn't matter to us. If you come to us at a given time and you have need, we will network and put you in our network and get you engaged and involved. I'm good mentors. for. Yes, mentorship is key. It is key.
0: So my other follow-up is maybe a little more in the weeds. Yes. But, you know, because you are kind of a liaison between these businesses, but also back to government organizations. Yes. Talk about the issues of a lot of complexities, compliance, tax law, you know, different regulations and things that affect different businesses differently. Yes. Um, And how is that a huge piece? Because if you have a passion, you start your project, you may not know what you have to do or not do.
1: Yes. And that is a huge piece for a small business to actually survive. That's right, hundred I, percent. I, and I think during the pandemic, one of the challenges that the businesses had was being able to quickly pivot to get these federal funds. And what we found out is that there was a lot of house of cards going on before the pandemic where you have an idea, you launch, you're doing well, but do you have all the proper paperwork so that when you go to apply for some of these grants or programs, um, you can quickly pivot and get it. And some of our smaller businesses did not have that. So one of the lessons learned for us as a community is really educating people because um, with the federal programs you have to make sure that you have your local licensing. You have to have your occupancy permit and your business license. And many people get all of the federal and the state things, but not the local things. And that continues to happen with us, with our programming, with relaunch and with the federal activity that's going on and continues. And people, I don't think it's that they're trying to do it because, you know, I don't want to get that. No, it's it's a lack of knowledge. So we are now going on a big push to make sure is when people come to us with idea phase and even existing businesses, hey, is your house in order? Do you have these key documents? So hopefully if not when something happens, you can quickly pivot and jump into that opportunity right away.
0: And also just for sale, growth, all those things, yes. mergers and acquisitions and all you of that. You
1: need to have that house in order, and I think that's the biggest thing.
0: Intellectual property is often another one like
1: that. Oh, people don't realize. One of the big things I would say is make sure that if your name is important, to get it trademarked. I've worked with a couple of clients recently that did not trademark and didn't realize someone else owned the intellectual property for it. And so making sure that when you do that homework, when you have that idea, there are certain things that you need to do due diligence if you're creating, developing, making a formula with something that's gonna help people, get that IP, get that, and because we're, we have the luxury of being in the DMV, there's so many resources that can help you, many ways free, which is a good four-letter word, right. to help you access that so that as time goes on and your business grows, you've got your house in order so you can jump into the
0: opportunity. Yeah, and people come and go in your business as it you know, progresses and has a long-lasting life That's yes. the goal, you need that to is have the ownership hope. of all those intellectual properties. That's, that's right. The it's ultimate key. value, the crown jewels for a lot of these businesses. It's key. We're kind of getting near the end, but is there any other really lessons learned you want to share or maybe some things that are on the horizon for you?
1: Yes, I would say definitely one of the things that we came up with throughout the pandemic is making sure that businesses have access to capital, make sure that they're fully funded. And so on our horizon is looking at programming where we can educate people, uh, no matter what background, color, creed you are. Uh, we wanna be able to help um, empower women-owned businesses, BIPOC community, everyone to understand what you need to do to access capital and making that process very transparent and very under- understandable. And so we're going to be doing a lot of work in this upcoming year on whether it's, um, you know, debt equity or venture funds or whatever it is that you're looking to do. We want to educate people with that. And just um, one thing I do want to say is the sheer pleasure I get from doing this work, because what we're doing is helping people live their dreams and they trust us and they trust into us that we will help them achieve their goals. And so... I empower, if you have a germ of an idea, if it's something that you're thinking of, reach out to your local economic development office, to different resources It might be the Chamber of Commerce in your community, but reach out and ask for help and ask for information because the next thing you know, your picture might be on the side of a billboard.
0: <laughs> right. There's no silly questions.
1: Right? No, never, never.
0: Well, I want to thank you so much. It was lovely to talk to you today. I really enjoyed the morning. Oh, the feeling it. It is mutual.
1: Wonderful. Thank you.
0: Our guest today has been Tara Pelagios. Hello. She's the director of Arlington Economic Development's Biz Launch. To discover more helpful insights, visit wtop.com and search Small Business September. Have a great day.